0: For all of you who listen to Submersion and own an Android device, go to the Google Play Store and download the Podcast Republic app. It's a fantastic app that allows you to get all of your favorite podcasts directly on your Android device. I personally use the app and I love it. I can search for the podcast I want to listen to, select it as a favorite, and have it just a click away. Make sure you select Submersion as a favorite so you don't miss any of our new episodes every Thursday. Again, the app is the Podcast Republic app available on Android devices. Episode one forty five. Woo. Mmm. Yeah. That, felt that good. was good. That was that was a damn good one. It felt good. I could feel it burning my ears. Dude, you got you got three of us tonight. Our boy Zach was on vacation. He's doing a little R and R right now. He was, is he was, I thought he was back. He is back now. So he's just trying know, to whatever. avoid us. He did want I this. Heard. He didn't want this episode. I guess <laughs> I don't know why, as we'll discuss later. But right. uh, yeah, man, he's he's just living it up. I'm actually going to the spot next week where he was just at. So I'm excited to get down there. You guys are staggering
1: <laughs> it now. Is this is this your COVID protocol? Like you you won't do your trip all together now. You'll just go at separate times and. Yeah, and reminisce then just about, about what about each of you experienced.
0: Like, oh man, it was so crazy. Like wish you could have been there. No. The ultimate uh, social
1: distancing.
0: I booked a, a family trip down there and then I was talking to his dad. He's like, "Wait, when are you going in August?" cuz he's like, "We're going this day." I'm like, "Ah, oh, I'm going to miss you guys for a couple days." Cuz like it would have been nice to whore in on some of that boat action, but now I got to rent a boat, so whatever. But no, dude, I'll be down there. And is this I'm your first some- family
1: vacation with your little one, or have you?
0: Oh no, man, we got we've, some experience. Oh yeah, trust me. Okay, we've been to all the coasts. Oh, all of the coast? each of them: east, east, west, north, south. Wow,
2: you went to the Arctic Ocean.
0: <laughs> Well, I'm talking. I'm talking the North Shore, Jamie, here in Minnesota. You know, they call that the yeah, the so, North Coast
2: to Lake Superior. There. Hmm.
1: What's the yeah. South Coast? The Gulf.
2: The Gulf. Yeah. He hit that golf. He hit that sweet sweet golf. It's played with the dolphins. Probably ate some dolphins. Am I right? I did not. I would not wow. eat a dolphin. What? Unless, yeah.
0: unless it was really good. I don't know. Yeah. The Gulf. Oh. The Gulf of Lake Erie. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I haven't taken her there yet. Not, to, not the shit show that is put in bay. But maybe one day, maybe one day. Actually, that's not like a father-daughter trip. Probably you, that's not. not <laughs> no, not something you do. So. I did
1: go with my parents. I was probably only like 6, 17, maybe 16. And obviously, oh, really? Obviously, wasn't very fun for me. There was, some, like, uh, there was some uh there were some street performers do do? and things like that. It was like a day trip. Like we did uh, Cedar Point and then the next day we went over to Putin Bay. But sure. uh obviously Cedar Point was a little more exciting for me.
0: Right. Well, did you did you have your license at that time? Uh, it's a good question.
2: Probably Maybe not. 1617.
1: Maybe not. I might have been maybe 15. I don't know. I don't know. I don't remember. I just remember oh, I the whole time say. I had my Chrome Hound strategy guide, the nice. game that came out for <laughs> Xbox 360, uh, like a mech building video game. And I was all in on it. And I only got like to play like two hours before we had to leave on this trip. So the whole time I was just kind of reading the strategy guide, just dying to get back <laughs> home to play. <laughs> uh,
2: this is now our podcast. Our podcast is just yeah. us, us going through old strategy guides. This is great. Okay. This is great. This is what yeah.
1: podcasting is all about.
2: Yeah. My God. Episode three, Baldur's Gate Strategy Guide. Ooh. Dude. What was your
0: You joke. I've got those remastered sitting in that room over there, and then they also just released, re-released Baldur's Gate Dark Alliance Ooh. not long ago. Those games are sick. He played Icewind Dale? I love those. Was another I've got, I haven't series. yet, but I've got got it sitting there oh
1: wow i'd say the coolest one i got is the majora's mask the og strategy from n 64 and i think it Ooh. also was coupled with uh ocarina of time maybe or something or maybe i'm misremembering i might have been uh might have been one of the you ones that it... came out on gamecube i can't remember but i've got some good Wait, ones you got from like a strategy
2: down. guide or the yeah, physical game
1: the strategy guide
2: okay I've got some good Might Magics from back in the day. I've got some- Dude, those games were the shit. Morrowind, the, awesome. the Morrowind and Elder Scrolls. My dad had those because he became like a super, like he's super into it or, you know, was uh, like really, really good into ones. it. Really?
1: Those are good oh, yeah. ones to get into though.
0: Oh, yeah, Dude, yeah. He played them all the time. Jamie, you of all people now should let him know that there's Skyrim in VR so he could just- your dad would instantly just buy that. Yeah, I don't know. He was he's, he's
2: one of those guys. He was, he was always super into computers and stuff like that. We play video g- games with him like a lot of afternoons nowadays since, you know, COVID and a lot more uh, knowledge with different types of uh, video conferencing and stuff like that. So we play old adventure games uh, from back in the day. But, you know, I thought at one point, like, I was like, you know, what do you really like? Uh, Red Dead Redemption. I thought, oh, my dad would really get into that because it's kind of the type of game that he was always kind of playing. They never really got into the newer stuff. He's always been a computer guy, PC
0: straight all the I've, time. I've talked to people who own that on PC, and they say it's hard. They mm-hmm. say it's built for console. So, so. it could be that controls aren't great on it either. But.
2: Anyways, uh, should we should we transition? I mean, there's been a lot of talk. I really like yeah. it. And if we did want to launch a strategy guide um, uh, podcast, this would be a great opener for it. That's
1: How what about the strategy guys?
2: Ah, I like it, the strategy guys.
0: Oh, guides. <laughs> dude, that'd
1: be good. <laughs> like, Season oh, these two. Guys talk about strategy games. I'm like, no, we talk about strategy guides.
2: <laughs> <laughs> dive, 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 dive.
0: <laughs> what began as an innocent conversation among friends would soon spiral out of control and later be referred to by future generations as the eighth wonder of the modern world. Mac East Studios takes you on the journey of your lifetime as your captains. The artist formerly known as Bram, Jamie the Ointment, Kyle L. Capitan, and the gruesome twosome present Submersion.
1: So we're back. Page 18 (laughs) of Oblivion Strategy (laughs) (laughs) Guide. I really love the artwork on this page.
0: Oh, it's so good. Just look at the texture and the background and the um, stationery that it's done on. My God, how could I get something like this under $20
2: into our hands? Yeah. It's what you thought. Like, you thought the games did great with textures, like the water and the grass and stuff like that. The strategy guide takes it up a level. That's what we're saying. It's
1: Mm -hmm. like real parchment, but not.
2: All right. Good God. Brahm. What did we watch this week?
1: Well, we wa- I f- We I think Jamie even mentioned it in our text chat. We watched a true Jamie classic. I feel like this is a Jamie good movie if I've ever seen one. It mm-hmm. is Octopus, uh, with some ambiguity as to when this movie actually came out. I saw 2000, I saw right. 2001, and I saw 2002. Depending Can on where you,
2: it's at. not not possible for it to be <laughs> 2000. I guess it could have been released in 2002, but it's it was definitely edited into a 2001 movie. So, at the very least, they had some footage by the time 2001 had rolled around uh, to put into a mo- another movie. I will say, I, for a long time, this would come up, Kyle, you've mentioned it before, you were always like, you know, octopus on whatever. And I was kind of avoiding it, being like, wow, I had a bad horror film. I was getting a lot of, what was that other one we watched? I can't even believe I'm forgetting. Scorpion Which one. one. Stinger? Stinger? Stinger. Stinger. So, Stinger. Like, I was getting Stinger thing. Ah, it's going to be just you know, another Stinger. It's going to be terrible. Whatever. I got to tell you guys, I was pleasantly surprised by exactly what this is. And I can't wow, believe. you're showing your hand a little bit I here, cannot buddy. believe we hadn't watched this before, given what this movie is.
1: <laughs> yeah, a lot of submarine action. A lot yeah. of submarine oh, action. Oh, tons.
2: Tons and of And a lot of action in general, if you know what I mean. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah,
0: yeah stars yeah. some just absolute... <laughs> Masters of the craft, people you all know, uh-huh. uh, actors of their generation. Jay Harrington as Roy Turner, Ravel Eisenoff as Casper, David B. Croft as Captain Jack Shaw, and Carolyn Lowry. <laughs> I know Captain Jack,
2: Captain Jack Shaw, and Carolyn Lowry as Doctor Lisa Finch. And then you can't you can't forget Rico Ross as Lieutenant Brickman. He was kind of the fifth. Fifth wheel of the uh, yeah. the powerhouse that was this cast.
0: Yeah. And that one guy, I can't remember, he looked like, um gosh, what the heck was his name, Brom? You mentioned him. He looked like...
2: Which guy are we talking about? Oh, my gosh, dude. was the guy who didn't close his eyes. The eyelid died? guy. Yeah.
0: He looked like... Who's the famous actor in all those movies? He looked like Dave Franco.
1: Oh. You think? Yeah, I guess a little bit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, (laughs) I was more uh, blown away by his acting skills of pretending to be dead. I've never seen a more compelling corpse in my life. True.
0: We will get to that in a minute.
1: He was like having those uh, post-mortem body convulsions that we all know and expect. I'd say
2: say more like we're going to get to it in five minutes. Am I right? All right. Let's do it.
0: I got to give you mad props. I got to say, all right? I tried to do it last time, tried to do the hot five, the fast five, whatever we want to call it, whatever you want to call it.
2: It's fucking impossible, man. It I is, came in at 10. It is hard. Are you ready for this? All ready. right,
0: man. As soon as you go, I'll start the timer. All right.
2: It's a Cuban missile crisis. We've got a, a submarine going along, and basically there's a whole blockade, and it's getting chased by an American submarine. And they're like, we got to keep going. It's like, we can't keep going. It's like, we got to die. If we get caught, we're dead. And war starts. It's World War 3 They're like, oh, so we're kind of saving the world. And they're like, uh, yeah. And they dive even further. And then the American submarine totally blows it up, and it was carrying. It's like, we got to get all this nuclear waste to Cuba. And I'm like, fucking why? But anyways, they spills all this waste on onto the ocean floor and we know where that's going to happen but you got to wait 45 minutes because we switch over to year 2000 in sofia bulgaria where there's just like a cia officials kind of like just palling around one guy's like you should get on like become like a uh, an agent he's like no nah, i like being like an accountant or whatever the hell he did he wasn't like a real uh fbi agent or whatever a cia agent but anyways they're walking around there's like this old lady like selling like uh, hot cakes or something and they're like look at that old lady she's so she's so ugly but the whole time they like scoping on ladies like that lady's hot that lady's hot i do that i do her i do her and we're like what and anyways this old lady comes along and she he, she's in the cia uh, office and leaves her basket there then she leaves and everyone's like what was that old lady doing uh news alert it's casper the terrorist and the whole place explodes. And these two uh, CIA officials have to like chase after him. And one of them's super like old, and he looks crazy like running around. And
0: fat, old yeah. and
2: fat. Yeah, he's like crazy running around. Anyways, he's running. He's the one uh, who can actually fire. So he he actually ends up kind of hiding out and gets uh, caught in an explosion. So he's pretty much dead, and he's left to this young guy who doesn't want to be an agent at all to take out Casper. And he freezes and he can't do it. But luckily, Casper just like randomly crashes a car, and he's able to get this uh, terrorist. Anyways, go over to the CIA. They're like, what are we going to do about this terrorist? like, we got to get him back to the United States. We've got to do it under the radar. You know, we got a submarine there. Let's get both that young agent onto, onto the submarine, and we'll have the submarine come back. Anyways, Jack Shaw there, he's like a captain, but he's like in the doghouse because he totally like beached his previous submarine that he was uh, working on while doing illegal stuff, whatever. So he, he's like a total dick. Anyways, this CIA agent comes on with Casper and Jack Shaw's like I'm a dick and the CIA guys like that's true and then there's a doctor and she's like coming onto to everyone she sees the CIA agent is like I totally want to get with him and so that's like pretty great for everyone and then uh they so they, they get moving and you think everything's going to be pretty much fine and they dive and they almost immediately uh run into they run into the octopus almost immediately uh, y- yeah i think so yeah yeah, yeah. so, so they yeah. di- they're diving and uh they, they end up kind of disturbing where the octopus is, which doesn't make any sense because it was near Cuba. But anyways, they uh uh the doctor um oh I'm really losing my train of thought. You're right. This five minutes is hard right now. It's really uh, hard for this, really especially hard. for a movie like Octopus where I'm like, well, what's going on? Anyways, uh in the meantime, Casper, he like is trying to escape. And so he's able to get out of his handcuffs and take a hostage and is like basically like uh, give give me the key and uh, get me out of here because I'm like a terrorist and don't even worry about it. And he's kind of like loving this young CIA agent. He's like, this person freezes all the time, you know. He sucks. I love like fucking with him. And so he does that the entire movie. He's basically like, why don't you kill me? And the guy's like, can't shoot him. And he's like, <laughs> what an idiot. Uh, anyways, um, he's able to get away, and the captain's basically like. We got this like crazy thing happening. We don't know what it is. And what are you out to say about it? And the guy's like, uh, the terrorist escaped. He's like, get me, me. And then uh, so he's like all pissed, and uh, they're like have to go around trying to find the terrorist. Meantime, the doctor's also like the totally. This is like an octopus. I can tell because I'm a marine biologist, and they're like, we don't believe you. And so she's off doing some more tests while uh, Casper takes her hostage in order to sell it, send up a sonar, like a buoy to like alert his um, colleagues who have taken over a cruise ship that is trying to get them. And here you're sitting there being like, where's this octopus anyway?" So We like have heard about it, but we haven't seen it. Uh, lo and behold. Oh, we're going to start seeing it because it's got its tentacles all over the submarine. It starts like ripping the submarine open and stuff. And their, their submarine is like totally screwed at this point. So I got the bottom of the ocean, basically broken apart a bunch of people have died at this point. They've like lost a bunch of crew members. And really, it's only like five people left uh, on the submarine, apparently. The only actors left are the ones we see. And anyways, uh, the um, terrorist is crawling all over the place. They're all trying to like save the uh, submarine or at least save themselves. Everyone's dying uh, here and there. Um, they recapture the terrorist. Uh, he still gets the buoy off. And then... He's able to escape. He's able to escape one more time, right? God, I'm really losing my train of thought on this.
0: They um, so like they they had him with them, and then there was a situation where they found the guy who like looked like he was alive, but was actually dead. And then he locked him in a room. Yeah. When the water was rushing, and then somehow somehow they they
2: like circumvented de- him. It. Yeah, they circumvented. I don't know. It. They
0: got him back. They got him again.
2: And then they were able to kind of go through an area where they're supposed to be they, 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 they distract the octopus with some food and they are able to get through an area where the octopus is like sitting in the um in the submarine uh they lose one one person but they're basically able to get to an area where they're able to get up to the surface they're they're able to get out of the submarine or whatever yeah they kind of figure out the octopus is just like super hungry because it's so huge anyways uh they get up there and there's a the cruise ship there and they're like oh thank god we have a cruise ship but that's the terrorists. Whole like plan is like they've taken over this thing, yeah. so they get onto this uh cruise ship, and everyone's just like, We got a gun, and they're like, Oh shit, terrorist got a gun. And then uh, they're able to, but you know, kind of the octopus turns hero at this point, it starts like messing with the the cruise ship a whole bunch with its tentacles, and they're able to be like, Okay, uh, we gotta t- take out the terrorist. And for the millionth time, this young CIA agent is basically like, I got a gun, but I can't shoot it. And Casper's like, ah. What an idiot. And he, like, is about to fly away on a helicopter when the octopus comes up and just, like, totally eats it. And, like, that's the end of Casper. And they're like, oh, hooray, the octopus took care of the terrorists for us. And like, oh, but what are we gonna do? Because Casper also loves his bomb. And the young guy's like, let me do it. And if I was Captain Shah I'd be like, uh, no. You've frozen every time. You've literally been the worst. But he's like, do it, and so he goes down in like a into a little submersible or some something like that. The mini sub, oh, man. That's right. That's how they escape. They escape on the mini sub. That's right. And yeah. uh, so they, they go. He goes on the mini. Uh, this mini sub. The timing on this doesn't make any sense. This bomb has like four seconds left, and he's like, "I'm yeah. just gonna roll. I'm just gonna roll out of this <laughs> mini sub." And they're like, also at this point, uh, Doctor Finch is totally like made out with the young guy before he goes off for luck, and we're like, "Oh, that's the love interest." And then the young guy is able to blow up the octopus. And then she totally makes out with Captain Jack Shaw too. And I'm like, what's happening here? Is this going to be a threesome? The end. Boom. I it like, that's the best ending to a uh, recap. <laughs> I, <laughs> I really, I really, the end. <laughs> yeah, I really struggled in the middle there, but I think I picked it up at the end. Yeah, yeah yep. I, was, yeah, able to, I was able to figure that out. ending was just uh, crazy, oh, oh, so bro. good. Yeah. Yeah. But you know, Subver- get-
1: subverted expectations.
2: Yeah, yeah. No, I think I think where I I think the problem for me and for this recap was the fact that it was like they took two entirely separate movies and just like smushed sh- sh- them together, they just yeah. like put them together. Yeah, they did. They're like, this is literally exactly like a Steel Sharks type action film, and then they're like, and there's also an octopus. <laughs> I'm like, why? But why? Like yeah. why? <laughs> yeah, it's like Operation
1: Delta Force. <laughs> With an octopus. <laughs> with <Well, they're> an <laughs> octopus.
2: <laughs> yeah. Dude, I actually, now we're I, talking, right? And it's funny because I, you know, normally when you have something like that, you would say – I would look at that and say, oh, they combine like a bunch of people's um, screenplays Stock or footage? something like that. No, no, screenplays oh. and stuff. But that doesn't seem to be the case. It seems like so there's like a, a story credit and there's a screenplay credit. But for the most part, it seems like this was the story. A terrorist needs to be transported back to the United States and there's an octopus.
0: Dude.
2: I mean, does it get better than that, though? No, it doesn't, actually. This is a perfect movie. 12 inches. Amazing. Before we get into
0: ratings, this does, on IMDb, is currently holding a 3.0. I think that's accurate. And yeah. on, let me see if it's even on Rotten Tomatoes. No, come on, man. It,
2: 13 percent wait it actually has reviews or is that is that user reviews on Ron audience, audience. Oh, yeah, audience. I, say. I mean it is it is kind of amazing this has it says 1.9 sorry you 1. 9, ratings on imdb that's pretty high for a movie like this yeah i would expect this to be more in like the 400 500 vote range but 1.9 k is it's quite a bit i'm not sure how so many people have seen this movie
0: Yeah, I don't know.
2: But anyways, is there any aspects of the plot that you'd like to discuss or flesh out in more detail, given that we're trying to reduce the time of recaps as best we can?
0: So you mentioned the bomb at the end Mm -hmm. with the ridiculous timer. Mm -hmm. There was also another bomb with a ridiculous timer. The guy, the really, the out-of-shape CIA guy, who I guess actually wasn't out of shape because he could, like, beat the analyst in the foot race, like, no problem. Right. Like... That made no sense. God,
2: he, was, his what, running, his running was one of my favorite parts. So of good, so, so good, so
0: good. But when, when the bomb killed him, the timer, there was still so much time left <laughs> on it. Like I, I was, I like sat there and watched him. Like, oh, he's gonna get away, but he was just like, oh shit! And then like, <laughs> and I'm like, there's like an hour left on it. What the fuck was that? man Oh, I know. I know
1: It's been so long since we watched this, but I, I do know. remember that now. That was crazy.
0: Yeah, because I'm like, is that what terrorists are doing now? Just to like, it's like the mind game. They're like, oh, <laughs> fake
1: like, what are it you even
0: like thing? slaps the roof of the car. He's like, fuck. Yeah,
1: <laughs> and then he blows up, even though there's like 58 minutes left on the on the timer.
0: Yeah, it's just like, why? Why couldn't they fix it? It's like a crazy. Yeah, just Photoshop on
1: it. it out or something or
0: literally anything.
1: Anything. So and Brahm,
2: then w- I forgot Brahm, all about another, that. That was great. Is there is there an aspect of it that you'd like to highlight from the?
1: Uh,
0: the, just you gotta, that I got to talk I, about the eyes, man.
1: Oh, that was <laughs> that was a good thing to, to mention. I mean, I don't. What what do we want to discuss versus what do I want to bring up in my review? I guess, but we can we can talk about it and just kind of segue into reviews at some point. But yeah, there was a scene that I thought was really funny where they were looking for this like key character. He was a doctor, right, or something? Was he the medic? They needed they needed a guy know. for something. They, the The crew that they had when the they were kind of operating with uh, a skeleton crew after their their incident at the bottom of the ocean, and they're trying to piece together a team that'll help salvage the sub and get them back up to the surface. They're like, we need this one guy, and they go looking for him on the sub, and they find like his body or whatnot. Right.
2: Swings down. And
1: he swings down, and then his, his eyelids are just, like, obviously twitching, and it, like, fluttering. Like, he's trying to yeah, open his eyes open. And, and, like, try to come back, come to, you know? And, like, oh, like, they found him, but you thought he was dead, but it looks like he's just unconscious, and he's about to come to. And then, nope, they cut away, and he's like, yeah, he's dead. <laughs> I'm like, wait, oh, he is dead, okay.
0: Then why was he, See, like, you think he's, opening his he's eyes?
1: He's coming back. <laughs> it's um, like...
0: Rather than just having be like, just lay there with your eyes open, they're yeah. like try to roll your eyes into the back of your head. You know, they just <laughs> constantly do that fluttering. Like that's that's what the scene was. It was incredible.
1: Yeah, it was pretty wild. Uh, the other thing I wanted to mention was the uh, the similarities to like the Operation Delta Force one. Uh, I forget which one it was, but the one that did incorporate a cruise ship and terrorists. Yes,
2: yes. yeah, yeah. That was with Lukash, wasn't it? Lukash? Yeah, Lukash uh, exactly. The, uh, cruise ship.
1: Right, because I, I, I thought this reminded me a lot of that, and I thought we had another great bad guy. I mean, no one can stack up quite against Luke Cash. He was no, such a no phenomenal, way. phenomenal guy, but I did like our bad guy in this, uh, how he was kind of taunting the good guy throughout. Almost kind of like training this guy how to be better almost because he kept he kept tormenting him throughout the movie. Reminded me it looked like a like a young Udo Kier, if anyone knows who that is. But uh, he did play a wild child bad guy. I thought he was pretty fun. And I I liked, uh, as Jamie alluded to, how they just kind of crammed this this uh, action movie uh, with uh, a monster movie all into one. It was pretty, pretty funny.
2: So I'm going to do – I'm going to bring up two things before we head into reviews. One, there was a scene really early on when they first got into the submarine where Dr. Lisa Finch was playing strip poker with the rest of the crew. And I could have sworn she was putting on an accent where I was like, oh, it's like the Russian doctor. Yeah. She was. And I was – She
0: did have an accent there. And then
2: the accent's gone. And I I rewatched it because I was like, "What, uh, what was going on with that? And I'm pretty sure it was entirely a joke. Like you could, yeah. She's like
1: playing with them. Yeah,
2: that she's kind of playing this thing, but like it really threw me for a loop. I was like, did she abandon an accent in the middle of like a scene because it wasn't working and it sounded crazy? But I'm pretty sure it was like kind of on purpose.
1: It sounded Um, terrible, and it definitely like flexed around between multiple different ethnicities. Yeah, exactly. It was terrible. Yeah, Yeah.
2: and certainly, certainly um, not necessarily. uh, unoffensive, I guess that's how I put it. Uh, could could be could be received as offensive uh, if you it wanted to it sounded Eastern
1: European at times, and then other times it sounded like Asian, yeah, like, a, exactly. like a caricature of an Asian accent.
2: Yes, yeah, and so and then the other the last thing I wanted to bring up was um, uh, a really funny line. Sometimes I find the funniest lines to be kind of somewhat innocuous lines. So at a certain point, Casper takes a guy hostage. Now I don't even know why he takes him hostage. Right, like he wants to escape. The guy has the key in his pocket. And he, I can, the only explanation is he wants to fuck with the special agent, Roy Turner. He wants to, he wants to fuck with him because, like, he basically could just reach down and grab the key and unlock himself. But instead, he's like, grab the key out of this guy's hand, uh, pocket and unlock me or else I'm going to kill him. And none of it actually makes any sense. But the guy who's got the knife to his throat is sitting there and he goes, don't do it, sir. I'm ready to die. And I'm just like, I say, I said, exa- at the same time, I said exactly what Turner said. It's like, no one needs to die here. Like, I'm so confused. <laughs> You're ready to die? But why? <laughs> like, <laughs> he's just trying to take a key. Yeah, and then, it's key. We're, we'll get him back. It's fine. Dude, Nats Octopus 2 is just the whole whole
0: backstory of that guy's life. You see how shitty his yeah. life is. And he's like, I'm ready to die. Yeah.
2: <laughs> please god that's so, a good
1: point they, they are stuck on a submarine it's not like he's escaping
2: like, yeah we're just gonna unlock him, and it's gonna be okay we'll get yeah. back and my, you my don't favorite, have to die
1: my favorite line goes back to to jamie's scene when he was talking about them playing strip poker and the the what's his name brickman rick Rico ross yeah brickman uh wins the hand of cards, or he thinks he won Cause he has a full house yeah. and he throws the full house down and, and uh, Lisa, Dr. Lisa Finch's face. And he's like, all right, baby, it's titty time. That's right, Yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah, You can always, I, I always do appreciate a very clear improvisation. Uh, it's clearly like an improvisation. <laughs> they're just having some fun. And they're like titty time. And probably someone on set's like, can we say that? Yeah. <laughs> yes, we can. It's <laughs> good. There we go. Got
1: the scene. Leave it in. <laughs> oh my God. But she, of right. course, has a uh, straight flush.
2: Yes. Yeah. I actually, I really dislike when that happens because obviously there's no way she has a straight flush. Like, come on. Yeah. And they're all straight like
1: disrobing. They're all disrobing. The captain busting is like, what are you, what are you scamps doing in here? Pull your right. pants out. And like, that's just not realistic at all.
0: <laughs> Ridiculous. Woo. All right. So you guys good. ready for
2: a little review time? Yeah. Yeah. Who wants to go first? Let's do it.
1: Uh, let, let me grab it. Let me grab it just because I've already kind of no. said my favorite parts of this at this point. Um, d- d- double check on my notes, make sure I don't, didn't miss anything. Really, the only thing that I didn't say, but we said earlier, though, I guess, was just how sub-rich this movie was. There was a lot of sub-action, even at some mini-sub-action. Um, so just on that scale alone, I feel like we almost had like a 10 out of 10 on on the sub-content. On your bad movies... You know, bad movies, you almost got to have its own sort of subgrade because you can't give a bad movie a true 10 of 10. But like on the bad movie scale, this is pretty dang high up on a bad movie scale. I feel like it's like an eight or nine for as far as bad movies go. Very watchable and funny. It's not like you're going to watch it 10 times, but I would watch it again with friends, you know, over some drinks or whatnot. It'd be a fun one to have in the background because you can tune in. And I feel like every few minutes there is a good, uh, you know, funny one liner or crazy hijinks taking place on screen that'll reward you for kind of giving it some attention here and there for a few minutes. So I thought start to finish, it was a, it was a, it was an enjoyable bad movie. Um, well, I don't know what, what, how high can we go on, on a bad movie here? I, I, I'll say maybe a, I'll give it a four.
2: Yeah. So, what was it? What's the Steel Sharks? What's the Steel Sharks level again? Is that three and, and a half? Steel or Steel four? Sharks, like three, I think we all range
1: between three and four. I think that was kind of our yeah, true I know, north. I, for ben that's movies. where I feel
2: like I'm going to end up. Is like three and a half. I think that was what Steel Sharks might have been. And I think feels, it was. It feels right. It feels right for me. Like this is a lot of fun. A lot of dumb stuff happens. Things don't actually make any sense. Like the moment you even think. Even remotely hard about any aspect of the movie, it's just like everything it doesn't falls hold up. Yeah. no, nothing. not not a single, <laughs> not a single part of this movie holds up in any capacity at any point. Even Jack Shaw's like backstory. It's like I captured a bunch of Iranian sailors on my submarine, and I had to beach my submarine while I did it. and then they then they made me give them back. And it's just like, what? <laughs> how'd you get to, how'd you do that? Why'd you beach the submarine? And of course you have to give them back. Like, what is this? What what are your background? Anyways. Uh it's you know, super fun uh to watch. I actually enjoyed it uh quite a bit. The ending is spectacular. And um I just like how su- uh suddenly it ends and Lisa Finch just making out with um both the people and they're just like end of movie, smash cut, uh finish it up. And so yeah. Three and a half, feeling pretty
1: good about it. God, that, right. that ending—I do want to talk a little bit more about that ending. <laughs> Just it's like, so why? What are they trying to do there? Like, either either kill the guy off and leave, and make him a martyr, right? Yeah, or have him survive to be, you know, the guy that wins the girl from the, you know, not necessarily evil character, but kind of the, the guy, the, the 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 captain that.
2: Yeah, and you think you know you isn't
1: think- isn't your your stand isn't your standard hero?
2: And what, and what gross did the captain even do at any point? Like, it's not like he could be the one who gets the girl. And yet they make out at the end as, uh, Turner pops up out of the water.
1: Yeah. As he pops (sighs) up out of the water, they all celebrate. They make out, and then it cuts to one more, like, shot of the guy in the water who just emerged from the water, like, fist bumping, as, as his girl is making out with another dude. I'm just like, and yeah. then the movie's over.
2: And it's like, why? do you like, I, literally, I, I, in my mind, I jokingly was like, it would be great if Dr. Finch now made out with the captain. And then she did, and I was like, where did that even come from? What, he didn't, he never changed. He did exactly the same the entire time. He was just a giant asshole. Maybe and they then, were saying the
1: same thing, like, God, this movie is going to be g- garbage. You know it would be funny? Is if <laughs> She just made out with the captain right now. We just smash cut this bad boy. Yeah. And then they did.
2: Dude, that's the way to do it, man. Yeah, I highly recommend it. Way it's way TV. it. It's on Tubi. It's on Tubi TV, guys. Yeah. It yeah. is. It's Get free to it, watch, it. guys.
0: Free to watch. Uh, our mustard man could not be here tonight, but he did have this to say. Um, and we have to preface this with he did take NyQuil before mm. he watched it. That's good, yeah. So he he watched half, fell asleep, woke up with anxiety mm. about water filling up his room, and he said it was fucked up though at the first forty five minutes that he watched. Nine out of ten. <laughs> Perfect. Love it. Uh, I will I will come in here and um I don't think I'm gonna go that high on it, but you never know. We'll see what happens. So dude, some of the stuff we've talked about is so great. Like the bombs going off with just horrible timers. I hope that's by design. Just terror like I said, terrorists just fucking with it. As you guys said, nothing makes sense in the movie. Yeah. We start in the Cuban Missile Crisis, and then we're flash forward thirty eight years or whatever it said. And then all of a sudden we're in Bulgaria.
2: In like the Black Sea, and or then something.
0: and then the octopus, yeah, in the Black Sea, and you have to go, you have to go through Turkey and get to the Mediterranean to take this guy back to the U.S. That's a hell of a ride. Like, why did it have to even be Bulgaria? That's outrageous. Why couldn't it have been somewhere in South America? Well, that would made more sense. We know sense. why it was
2: Bulgaria. It's because they were filming in Bulgaria. Yeah, well, yeah, that's that's why.
0: And man, but to get this octopus all the way,
2: I mean, sure they can travel, man, they can travel, but. But we also like it's saw, be- what, did it, what, did it grab up all the, the canisters of ooze to, to take with it? Because that was all sitting at the bottom of the ocean. They saw them. Dude. I, did they? Yeah, they looked at them. They were like, look at those. There's even ooze still coming out of them. <laughs> so the they at. were
0: over there. I don't understand. What was <laughs> no happening? Yeah. Octopuses can use tools.
1: They, they make, like, oh. shells and, and armor out of, like, coconuts and stuff like that.
0: So... Armor yeah. out of coconuts—that sounds wild. It's um, cool there; you can watch videos of it. I'll have to check it out. Um, kind of like with your a movie brother. like this. He makes armor out of coconuts. He makes chainmail, right? He does, dude. I, have, I don't know if he's making any more <laughs> chainmail or not. See if he can make so some of coconuts. my wife first heard about that, I was like, "Yeah, my brother's making a, like a chainmail and uh, thing." And she's like, "She thought it was like back in the days, like early two thousands, where we're all on like MSN." And you'd get like a chainmail email. And like you're not making chainmails. Like that's, that's not what he's making. It'd be funny if she. It'd be funny how
2: long she would think that because you'd be like, yeah, it's really taking a long time to craft this chainmail, and so I mean, he's been working on it for months. And she's like, oh, yeah. How intricate is this chainmail?
0: Yeah, it's gonna be big. You're gonna Damn. probably get it one day from somebody you don't even know.
2: Yeah, um, yeah, Kelsey,
1: he's got like uh, he's got like eight million people praying for each other right now. It's it's incredible. <laughs>
0: yeah, it's fucking wild. Uh, God. Uh, so anyway, a movie this convoluted and just all over the place, different locations, the cruise ship awesome great like why
2: not throw it in there um, i loved also at, on the cruise ship when at one point like a, a maid the comes dancing. into a room no the maid comes in oh yeah the dancing was great but the maid comes <laughs> yeah. into a room and you just hear off screen someone say why didn't you close the door and then they have to shoot the maid and it's just like in the middle of yeah. the movie and you're like okay <laughs> see glad to know this
0: type of shit it's so confusing it's all over the place it's the honestly too, when, when did the it's dancing too big happen to fail this movie's so good it's too big to fail. Was the dancing right and before the
2: octopus hit the hit the cruise or what was it?
0: Dancing happened multiple times. <sighs> there was but I think the big dancing scene was all like the close-ups on like the people in the club that was in the that was in there. And I I watched this and I'm like how do we get into a movie like this? How do we become extras and just do it? We moved to Bulgaria. Um, okay, let's do it. We got nothing else going on. Anyways, movie, super watchable, super fun, bad movie. I'm going to come in here and give it like a uh,
2: four. I think that sounds about right. All right. I'm just going to quickly talk a little bit about some trivia here. And most of the trivia will have to do with the fact that this has a Wikipedia page. Who would have thought? Relevant film. Uh, according to Wikipedia, uh, or whatever notable hey, film. you little salty? Well, no. I mean, I did a lot of work to get Steel Sharks notable, and it is, and also amazing Wikipedia page. If you ever go to Steel Sharks Wikipedia page, you'd probably be like, um, who made this Wikipedia page? It's amazing. The answer is me. I did. Anyways, this says section needs expansion. You can help by adding to it. So um, don't mind if I do. I will be adding to the octopus uh, Wikipedia page and expanding this plot i'll probably have to watch it again in order to do so um they talk about how it was all shot in bulgaria in 36 days um and how uh basically new image uh which was the production company um, approached a director and quote the screenplay was developed pretty quickly could barely tell but apparently that's the case really Oh yeah. And then I also love when they have these things. This is what I did with Steel Sharks as well. In order to get something declared notable, you need to have a reception. You need to have like reviews from people to say that it was notable. And so they used Dallas Morning News. Okay, that's pretty good. And then they have anonymous reviewer from the Advocate Messenger being the other review they used to create is that notability. serious? Yeah, that's what it says. An anonymous reviewer from the Advocate Messenger gave the film one star.
0: Wait, so could we could we get our own Wikipedia page then? We have reviews.
2: Uh no, I don't think so. But I think we could probably start adding our reviews to this. I will say I will probably add to this that we have done an episode on it and we just gave it an average of uh three point seven or three point whatever eight stars or something. Interesting. Inches. Interesting. Yeah. Uh that's pretty much what I'm gonna do here. I think that's about it. I will say pretty easy, surprisingly, to uh get to um uh Phantom Zone. So you can hit that. Hit that theme. Engage the phantom.
1: Phantom's engaged,
2: sir. Because uh, Casper, played by Ravel, you may have uh, kind of recognized him. He was Igor Suslov in K-19, the Widowmaker. I saw him and I was like, I recognize that guy. And it was true. I did. Because he was in K-19, the Widowmaker. Um, So that's pretty easy. Uh, And also, I mean, I don't know if you knew this, but this actually was uh, originally an Ed Harris joint, uh, as as he would term it. Um, He wrote the original uh, screenplay, but there was no octopus in that version uh, of the screenplay. It was actually just about him, young CIA special agent, wait, Turner, played by Ed Harris, and then Captain Jack Shaw, also played by Ed Harris, and then Casper the terrorist, also played by Ed Harris. And they were all triplets separated at birth. And they all come together in this one glorious time. And by the end, um, when they are on the cruise ship and Casper's like, No, don't forget me, as he goes away, they realize <laughs> that they're triplets. And he actually comes back uh, and they all go up into the helicopter and they fly away together. And he says, I'm never going to be a terrorist again. And that's the end of the movie. But then they decided to add in the octopus. And they knew that you can't have an octopus movie without the terrorists getting eaten by the octopus. So they changed it. And Ed Harris, of course, bailed at that point. I was My like, I God, don't die. You know, I don't
0: die. There needs to be that movie. What the? That needs to
2: happen. The basically
0: the triplets separated at birth, and then all oh. that
2: ridiculous scenario. And they all end up. That'd on be summary. so good. Yes, that'd be so, so good. The triplets would be played by me, Patrick, and you. Is that right? Yeah. Perfect. I love it. Um, I don't hate it. Uh, do you quickly, guys? Want to quickly do a? J-Archive? A little Jeopardy?
1: Absolutely. We're going to do
2: some movie classics, and I picked this one A, because there is a slight connection to what we're doing here, but B, there may or may not be a reference to a movie we've done on this podcast. So Keep your ears and your eyes open. Say $100, 200 300 $400, $500. It's movie classics. You guys tied, so I'm giving Brom the choice. You gave it a four? Yeah, you both gave yeah. it a four, didn't you? couple fours. So what do you, show, you want,
1: show it. Give me give me 100 there. All
2: right. December 15th, 1939, the day this film premiered was declared a holiday in Georgia. 1939. Yep. December 15th, 1939, the day this film premiered was declared a holiday in Georgia. 1939. Um, Georgia. Um,
0: Dead air.
1: What was it?
0: Metropolis? (laughs) (laughs) What is it? Gone with the Wind. Yes.
1: Gone with the Wind. Come on. George, I've never seen it. Does it take place in Georgia? It does. What?
2: You've never seen that? It's about the burning of of Atlanta.
0: I'd like watch that in seventh grade. Oh, I don't
1: know why as an American, but I was thinking the country, Georgia. (laughs) (laughs)
0: <laughs> oh my god <laughs> well <laughs> see now that always know. throws me off that always throws me off when i ever see something with georgia like russia's right. invaded georgia i'm like oh my god yeah what are georgia, they doing in georgia
2: georgia judo uh athlete wins gold medal you're like what oh right yeah what uh, um, what
1: movie wasn't wasn't it metropolis or something like that that was uh, like a german film yeah german was it metropolis mm-hmm.
2: that's why i was thinking
1: maybe it's like metropolis or at least it's a european film
2: and george was <laughs> like yeah we love german films We've got to have
1: a holiday like that. Uh, i don't know <laughs> especially don't, uh, in 1939. at least it was foreign and that god i don't know why it was yeah. immediately defaulted to yeah. <laughs> <laughs> who are you
2: what's going <laughs> on uh, uh,
1: something he had to have said, you said was it, you said a national holiday or something <laughs> i don't know maybe declare
2: don't. don't was declared a holiday <laughs> in georgia I, yeah i don't know <laughs> i don't know <laughs> I don't so, know. It'd be funny if we replay the tape. And I did like national holiday in Georgia. Um, oh, Kyle, what do you want? Two hundred through five hundred. I'll do two hundred, please. This Bella Lugosi film was shot in nineteen thirty-one, along with a Spanish version, filmed on the same sets with different actors. Bella Lugosi, nineteen thirty-one film. Bella Lugosi. Nineteen.
0: 30. I want to say it's like King Kong, but it's
2: probably not. That's a good guess. That's yeah, that's a okay guess. What do you, Brom? Do you have an idea?
1: <laughs> Jamie's not willing to go good on it. He's willing to go okay on on. Yeah, that. No, no, it's, no, it's with, okay. It's nineteen it thirty-one. Nah, I've already embarrassed myself enough
2: already.
0: Oh, King Kong is twenty-nine, right? I, I'm just saying. Nineteen thirty-one. I'll go uh, Metropolis.
2: <laughs> Bela Lugosi is most <laughs> famous for portraying Dracula in Dracula.
1: Oh. God. All right.
2: All right who, uh, what do you want, Brom? 300 through 500.
1: Oh, God. We got a s- 300. We're
2: John sucking it up. John Huston. I think this is actually the hardest one of the group. John Huston <sighs> wrote and directed this film about a black bird. John Huston wrote bird. and directed this um, film about a black
1: bird. Uh, the Maltese Falcon.
2: Mm-hmm. Hmm. Is that right? That is right. Good. Yes. One.
0: Wow. <laughs> wow. See, what's funny this is guy. I
2: could have I could have tricked you by reading it. I could have said John Huston wrote and directed this film about a blackbird, and you would have been like a black, Ooh. but no, a blackbird. All right, Kyle. What do you want? Four hundred. Five hundred. Four hundred. Four hundred. The medal the Wizard of Oz presents to the Cowardly Lion has this single word on it. Courage. Yes, it's courage. Okay, please. I was like, "Is it that on the nose?" Yes. And then five hundred, you guys can buzz in, say your name, say Kyle if you're Kyle. I'd wait, I'd wait until you
1: finish you. saying the clue, right? You can say it whenever you want. Okay, Just buzz in.
2: It's right. not held. But I'm going to stop if you if you okay. say it. I'm going to stop reading the clue. Okay. Kirk Douglas dines with James Mason on Sate of unborn. Octopus, in this Disney film. Kyle. Yeah. What is 20,000 Leagues Under the Sea? Yes, and that is the connection to our podcast. Oh, nice. It has to do with Octopus, Octopus in yeah. the clue.
0: Wow. Good job, Man. Kyle. Thank you. Dude, good call on Maltese Falcon. I never it did that. It really was really good. I studied, I, that that was one. I
1: studied that one in my film class.
0: But you got to... You got to literally understand where we live geographically and, like, understand that Georgia is a state. (laughs) It is a state.
1: I had to double check, uh, but it is also a country at uh the intersection of Europe and Asia, formerly controlled by the Soviet Union.
2: That's true. Capital of Tbilisi.
0: Oh. Oh, there you go very interesting let me yeah. see if we have any listeners from georgia. dropping some knowledge bombs yeah everybody in georgia sound off in the reviews i'm gonna i'm gonna check super quick see if anybody from georgia is listening all time <laughs> we get the geographic stuff oh it used to give me a map i don't have the map anymore dang it all off right. to look later anyways uh shout out to georgia okay. Shout out. In. We love you. We love you guys, whoever you are. And we know your national holiday, December 15th, going with the wind. <laughs> um, all right. It's time. It's, it's sub, 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 world, 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 world wide, 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 wide. So, tonight, boys. What's the title of this film?
2: Octopus see Octopus.
0: James Bond. No. Oh. Pull it back. Pull it back just a little bit. Octopus. Worldwide. Tonight, we're talking about Octopus, my friends.
1: Which one are so you going So after with? watching
0: this. Which what?
1: What? So which one are you going with?
0: Why? You got which Octopus model? stuff on deck? No, no, no. Oh, okay. I was like, whew, I'm probably stepping on toes here. Uh, all right. After watching this movie, we saw this just monstrous octopus. And I was like, damn, what's the biggest octopus, whether it's prehistoric, whether it's current times, whether it's been mutated by nuclear waste in the Cuban Missile Crisis, what's the biggest one it's ever been? And it turns out, boys, we're living with it right now. Vegas octopus is right now. The giant Pacific octopus is considered the largest octopus. Wow. Um, It lives off the coast of California, Canada, and Alaska in the Bering Sea, in the Sea of Hoksh, pronouncing that terribly, (laughs) all the way down to the Sea of Japan and the East
2: China Sea. What about the Black Sea? No. What about the Caspian Sea? That's actually a lake.
0: It's not over there. I well, as far as we know. Well, I didn't. You know, I didn't see what octopus exactly this was in the movie. But
2: I see.
0: Who knows? Who knows? It doesn't. It doesn't need to be the right octopus for this movie. Nothing really matters. Um. So with this being the largest octopus. On average, how how big do you guys think? Like, how much how much do you think the largest octopus weighs and what is its wingspan per se? Arm to arm? Um I'll
1: go fifty-four feet.
0: Okay. What do you think it weighs in at?
1: But let's say Two hundred and thirty-eight pounds. I'm gonna say it's not very heavy. Yeah, no, it's pretty dense. They're like just like solid water, aren't they? So it's probably know. super heavy then. I'll go I'll go fourteen hundred pounds.
2: Alright, so I'm gonna go fifty-four feet one inch and fourteen hundred and one pounds. <laughs> okay. Wow. Wow. All right. You guys are really
0: shooting for the moon here. Um, so on average. <laughs> on, like, it's eight feet wide. On average. <laughs> giant Pacific. Uh, um, octopus. <laughs> 14 feet. Uh-huh. Arm wow. To arm, that seems small. And, that does seem small. And uh, weighing in at 33 pounds. What? So. Damn. Come on. on. Yeah. <laughs> it's <the> biggest octopus. <laughs> all right. And then. All right. So according to the Smithsonian. And there's some other places. I've seen a few conflicting results here. With that in mind, with those numbers in mind, fourteen feet and thirty-three pounds on average. Um, what? Give me a guess as to what the biggest recorded ever is. Uh, <laughs> 21
1: feet, feet one inch. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna do that, but uh, we'll say twenty-one feet. Okay. Sixty-one pounds.
2: All right. I'm gonna okay. do sixty pounds. Twenty feet eleven inches. <laughs>
0: wow! All right.
2: Uh, now you
0: guys are really just underestimating yourself. Oh. So you got you to really, you got to meet in the I middle. I the wrong a way bit. on both sides. <laughs> yeah, you guys got to meet in the middle here. So biggest recorded of an arm span of roughly thirty feet and weighed in at six hundred pounds. That's closer to what
2: I would have thought from the get go. That doesn't seem proportional. You said no. how many pounds? Really six hundred pounds. 600
0: pounds. So you double the arm length, and then <laughs> you just... You multiply the weight be by just, a factor of what? It's just got to be so 20? fat.
1: You said it was like 30 yeah. to 600?
0: Yeah. So... Oh, giant squid. I'm, I'm du- looking at giant double squid. Double the length
2: 20 times the <laughs> side, man. Yeah, giant giant squid, uh, ever, biggest ever recorded that was 40, 43 feet long, but then a ton it made a Crazy. Ton.
1: Yeah. I was gonna say I, I expected nuts. them to be bigger with their, their squid cousins any? out there.
0: Yeah. Uh and then like I said, conflicting reports, man. The Guinness Book of World Records said three hundred pounds with a reach of thirty two feet. It's like, come on. I mean, that at least is more proportional uh than to what we've seen here. D- but it depends if it's before or after the holidays, I think. Very yep. true. Thank very you. true. This guy, look at him. Well, yep. High five, yeah. Um so as we saw in the movie. Octopus will eat literally anything. You'll eat submarines. They'll eat terrorists. Pretty much anything that pisses them off. Helicopters. Birds. um, Birds. Mm -hmm. Things that will usually piss them off are crabs, shrimp, scallops, cockles, snails, clams, lobsters, fish, other octopuses. And you even mentioned it, Jamie, birds. There's a photo of somebody that has a... Somebody got of an octopus eating a seagull. They, uh, what's her name here? Da, 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 Ginger Mernau in 2012 took a viral photo and they said that the seagull was like thrashing in the water. They thought it was diving for fish. And then they walked up because the head was down and octopus had it wrapped up and was just devouring the thing. So, what about sea cucumbers? Any mention of them? <laughs> It did not mention that. But if they did, I bet they would slice them. True. Good call. Yeah, joke's it for all days. Um, So, giant octopus can kick a lot of ass, but they've also been known to get their ass kicked by things like seals, sea otters, sperm whales, sharks, and, of course, us. We don't let them get us down. No way. Uh, And who kicks their ass the most? What country do you guys think eats the most Giant Pacific octopus. It's gotta be Japan. Or just a, Japan. Right? Close. China. Korea.
1: Korea. Hmm.
0: Which? Yeah. Is South Korea. It just said Korea, so okay. leaves it up to it in some mm. interpretation. Kim Jong Un might be just crushing it right now, and we do not know. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, so anyway, another thing I found kind of interesting about them is their reproductive cycle. So mm-hmm. octopus, especially, I again, there's so much conflicting information. It's on, this on my stuff. fun really facts. Weird. Let
1: me let me take that one. You know that one? Yeah, it's on my fun facts.
0: You okay. can fill in the well, blanks. Mine, yeah. mine are pretty
1: concise. So.
0: Okay, sounds good. Uh, and then I will follow up on the fun facts because <laughs> that was going to be it. Okay. So. No, it's not it. Actually, sorry. How many fun? How, well, we'll just go. I have some more fun facts too. Okay, you do your stuff, and you can fill if in it, the blanks. If you, you miss anything, anything? I'll word. Let you know. Okay. No, all right. I don't want the last word.
1: Okay, whatever you want to do. I mean, you're the captain. Hit me with it, though. Give me my give me my theme music. Tube three, ready to fire, sir. Commence the countdown. Great, that was excellent.
0: (laughs) (laughs) High quality production here tonight.
1: All right, so in honor of watching the film Octopus, I've got my top eight octopus fun facts. One for each arm of the octopus.
2: Very nice.
1: So we go, uh, and uh, they're going to get better and better with each passing fact here. Number eight, though, octopuses are ancient having ancestors dating back to 296 million years ago. Got some fossil records that prove they've got cousins dating back to when they were just kind of like lizards scampering around on land. That's all we had back then. But the octopus ruled the sea. Number seven, octopuses have three hearts. Three hearts? Is that one of your fun facts there, Kyle?
0: Yes, do two of them move blood over the gills, yeah. and another to the organs. Yeah, man.
2: Mm. It's like it's like this podcast. We got three hearts beating as <laughs> yeah. one.
1: Number six: octopuses have copper-based blood as opposed to iron-based blood. The result: blue blood, starring Tom Selleck.
0: Yeah. Wow. <laughs> That's why so many of those octopuses have mustache on them.
1: Yeah. That's exactly why. And the top hat. Number five, all octopuses are believed to pack some level of venom that comes from bacteria living in their bodies.
2: Hmm. Where do they pack it? Ah,
1: I think, they, pack it? I, I think just throughout their body. But I think they transmit it via bite. I know the the blue uh the blue ringed octopus is like the most dangerous one. And its bite can paralyze a human being.
0: Really? Yeah. Permanently?
1: Uh I don't know about that, but it, it would be enough to paralyze you in the water. And if you're paralyzed in the water, uh, it often causes them to dr- the, the person
0: to drown. Uh, yeah. Uh,
1: number four, octopuses have been documented opening childproof bottles in order to receive treats or snacks. Some seem to even enjoy doing it for fun. Huh? Number three, octopuses are such intelligent and conscious creatures that they can experience depression or boredom often resorting to eating their own appendages as a fidget response.
0: Oh, my god! Can you imagine that? No.
1: I mean, it's so <laughs> <bored> <laughs> that you start you eat chewing
0: off your finger. we are like,
2: oh, my God, dude. I mean, I guess that is kind of like biting your nails, right?
1: Yeah. Wow.
2: Exact same thing.
1: Yeah. Pretty much the same. Number two, I think this is where Kyle was starting to go. Both the male and the female octopus die shortly after they mate. Males will wander off to starve to death, while females will experience cellular suicide that basically tears them from the inside out until they die. Hmm.
0: So there was, also, there was conflicting info on that one that I found. I'm not trying to be like conspiracy theorist guy here, but I'm just saying, <laughs> if I was, there's some conflicting info. Okay. I'll wait till you're number one, and then I can go back to that.
1: Number one, and uh, this might be a little participatory from you guys, but the first tentacle porn dates back to 1814 with a woodblock print from Japan titled "Tako Taama" or Octopus and the Shell Diver, and uh, I was reading this on the Smithsonian. And they said, possibly not suitable for work. Well, I opened it up. I would argue it's definitely NSFW, <laughs> but uh, Kyle, maybe you can post it on Twitter, uh, and you guys can, can tell us how you feel about it. But I posted it in the captain's quarters for you guys, so you guys okay, can weigh in. I would say extremely pornographic for what it is here. It's art, but it is definitely not suitable to, for work.
0: I have to sign in to see this.
2: Yeah, I can't see it. <laughs> And I'm not signed in, and I'm not going to sign in. All right, let me, I'll, I'll, I'll copy and paste the image.
0: What the hell is that?
1: I'm, pa- I'm pasting it for Jamie now.
0: Thank you. My God. Wow. <laughs> I don't even know that yeah. I can post that on Twitter, my friend. You can post it on Twitter.
1: I, I, not yeah. that I would need you to or want you to, because...
2: Clarifying, clarifying more, question. Or, Are
1: morally, there? I, I would not post it on Twitter.
2: Are there two oct- octopi in this? Oh, yeah, it looks like it. Yep. So what was the title again?
1: Uh The Octopus and the Shell Diver" by Hokusai uh, a Disinformation: wood, A woodblock
2: artist. Mislabeled Octopi in the Shell Diver. Wow. Um, I got a fun fact if you guys want to hear it. Sure. So there has been one submarine named the USS Octopus. It was the USS C1, or SS9. It was the lead ship of the C-class submarine. It was laid down in 1905 and decommissioned in 1919. Uh, And so, yeah, C-class submarine to the United States, USS Octopus. And even more fun, the submarine in Run Silent, Run Deep, the original novel, was the USS Octopus. Not in the film adaptation, but in the book, it was the USS Octopus.
0: So what you're saying is I missed a really golden opportunity for subs worldwide. Uh, for
2: For the C-class submarine, I'm not sure the next time we're yeah. going to have a nice little connection to that guy.
0: I know. Well, we might just have to pick that up next time. But what I was going to talk about with the uh, reproductive cycle of the octopus is kind of crazy, man. The um, So some some say that the male goes and dies, right? But yes. Others say that he doesn't, just goes away. But he's out in the open more, so he's more likely to get eaten by something. Uh, the female will be with the eggs for roughly six months until they hatch, constantly cleaning the eggs. Lays between a hundred twenty thousand to four hundred thousand eggs, and is constantly like cleaning just cleaning them and just stuff. Clean, just cleaning,
2: just cleaning those eggs. Got to clean those eggs. Cleaning I'll, I'll the work.
0: eggs, keeping them clean, keeping them protected. I see. Uh, does not leave them for six months. Um, so some places that I read they're like the female obviously starves to death and then I was like the female doesn't starve to death after not eating for six months they go into that cellular suicide like you talked about so I was like I don't even know what's happening right now um, and then probably something that was kind of crazy is the males will give this. Well, I guess this is for the giant I was looking specifically I guess at the giant Pacific octopus <laughs> they'll give this sperm sac that can be a meter long Hmm. They will like so They said there's two things that will happen Either the octopus will directly Insert this into the Females like breathing tube I was hmm. like good god Or it'll just hand it to her and Be like here you go
2: well, I thought if, this, <laughs> if this image yeah. <laughs> And then she can
0: do with it What needs to happen Here's yeah, your so wild I, oats Yeah. So um, yeah.
2: Just, just judging from this uh, Informative graphic that Brahm has sent us I believe it's the former
0: yeah, I would think so, too. And um, with the with the sack, there was a recorded, reported case in the Seattle Aquarium of a female holding on to the sack, like storing it for seven months before she fertilized eggs. And I was like, she probably just doesn't want to end her life yet so she's like i'm just gonna wait i'm gonna hold on thanks gary for this but what am i gonna do now you know, maybe she so. was
2: waiting waiting to see if something better came along
0: she's oh, like maybe yeah no, 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 no. Is oh, this sure, really the sure. best
2: guy she's totally into it don't even worry about it just like yeah just like you hanging out for a second and then seven months later it's like <laughs> oh i'm in an aquarium there's only one guy here only one guy octopus this is all i got like,
1: she's waiting Damn for it. like a octopus that comes along that's maybe good at like Basketball, maybe like an NBA player caliber basketball player, or maybe a super genius octopus comes along.
2: Right. Got like yeah. glasses. It's got like really like cute octopus glasses that it keeps on pushing up the bridge of its nose. It's got like tape in the middle of it. Yeah,
1: <laughs>
2: she doesn't want to settle, you know. Right. I
1: hear what you're laying down.
2: I also hear what you're laying down. I actually heard it first. I heard what you were laying down first.
1: All right, I'm not going to compete on that. Feel free to give us a smash cut whenever you feel like, Kyle.
0: Thank you for listening to Submersion. Don't forget to subscribe for new episodes every Thursday. If you like what you heard, please leave us a rating wherever you listen. Want to interact with us? Follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. We also love to get messages from all of you. If you have a suggestion, a comment, or just anything you'd like to share, please email us at macestudios at gmail.com.